Hello, friends, and thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. I am so excited to be interviewing the lovely Jessica. She is an amazing homeschool mom of nine children, and she also has a very successful co-op here in the Orlando area called Watermark. So we're going to learn some really great things on why a co-op can be really important to your homeschooling journey. So I'm ready to introduce Miss Jessica. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hey, Jessica, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I think as a new homeschooler, someone who's listening to this, who hasn't decided whether they want to homeschool or who just started homeschooling can really understand why having a community, why having a co-op is so important and it is homeschooling. And I just kind of want to dive into all of that so we can kind of bust out some myths and go into what a co-op is and how it can really help your homeschooling journey. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds awesome. Okay. All right. So first, first, right, I did mention that you have nine children. So give us their ages and tell us why you decided to homeschool and maybe why you decide to have nine kids. Yes, nine children from 16 to one. My oldest is 16. His name is Levi. And then I go all the way down. Do you want me to actually name them? Uh, Levi. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Levi, Judah, Selah, Lydia, Asher, Hannah, Titus, Eden, and Caleb. And oh, so, I love it. Oh, uh, So those are my sweet babies. My little one is one and a half. And we do this crazy thing of homeschooling. Been doing it from the beginning. I worked in the school system as a sign language interpreter. So I was the fly on the wall for teachers, both deaf students and deaf teachers. And so I was privy to all the information because after the first few weeks, they forget you're there. And after a few years of doing that, I just realized that we wanted something different for our family. And so we decided to go down the path of homeschooling and have not looked back. Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I think, hmm, but in general, we haven't looked back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's nothing better than homeschooling your children. Okay. So you pretty much have a classroom. So (laughs) you have your own classroom. So tell us like a little bit about what your day looks like before we get into the co-op stuff. Tell us a little bit about what your homeschooling day looks like and how you manage and organize that. 
And you also work. You run a full-time business. So you have your nine children. And then with your husband, you also run a full-time business. Okay. Yeah. So early on, I realized that I'm kind of, I like structure. And so a lot of homeschool families, you know, they, they do things on their own time and what works best for them. That's the beauty of homeschooling. And so if you're, if you're new and you're excited about homeschooling, know that it it needs to fit in your life. For us, we're all morning people. So we get up early and we start our day. And so we have all of my kids are at the school, at the kitchen table by 830 and we do school. Um, which is obviously me. I walk out at 11 o'clock. So if they're putting around and doing their own thing and can't get it together. At 11 o'clock, I leave the school room. So for those couple hours, we dive deep in and we do family learning and morning basket and some traditional schooling and so some things that work well for our family. Right, right. Okay. So basically from 8.30 to 11, you do your schooling and then at 11, you're done. And then are you mom? Are you taking care of the kids? You do lunch? Like what does that next half look like? Well, because most of our kids are little, I have a heavy younger set of kids. My six, I have six kids that are nine and under. And so we do, we transition into lunch and then to nap time. And then I usually work during that time. My high schooler and my upper middle schooler, they do some more work at that time as well because they, they don't get it all done. <laughs> and gotcha. then we just kind of transition, you know, that we have major free time and dinner and we just kind of prepare for the rest of the day. So to me, that sounds like such a beautiful day. It sounds so great that your children get to not only have their school and then they get it done. By 11 o'clock, they're done. And then they get to be brothers and sisters and they get to play, they get to enjoy, they get to do what they love and connect and enjoy. When when they're adults, they're going to look back at this beautiful childhood that you have created for them. And they're going to, I know you're a big Christian family, your husband is and used to be a pastor. And so I think that is so amazing that you have created this life for them. And so now you have this co-op. So I'm sure there's a couple hours in the day where you say, guys, don't bother me. Cause I mean, it's very difficult to tell a child, even when I'm doing a podcast and I tell my kids, kids don't bother me. I'm doing a podcast. It doesn't matter. They'll still come in here. Right? So how do you manage? So now let's switch over to your life of running the co-op. So do you have your older ones kind of watch your younger ones while mommy does her the co-op. What do you do there? Kind of referring back to, you know, we're morning people. So I get up about yep. five o'clock in the morning. Oh, um, that is morning. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is morning. That act, it's still dark. So I don't know. I might consider that night, uh, nighttime still, but um, so I get up at five and I try to get a, a bunch of done and a couple of hours in, then I stop, do my school day with my kids. And then we do it again at nap time. And then I try to do it in the evening. One day a week, I do dedicate solely to working on it additional outside of that co-op day, which, you know, I work a 12 hour day that day just to kind of get those hours in, but definitely morning. Now, like we're coming up on a big event. And so I will spend a couple of days leading up to it. And they just know I sit at the kitchen table, just like they do doing school. And I just work and they, I have to stop and go change a diaper. That's just what you have to do. You just stop right. and go change a diaper. So it just kind of, we, I, we've taken life and we've merged it into one with homeschooling and, and uh, work and living life. We've just made it our life versus this is work. This is this. It just kind of all merges together. And we just live this beautiful routine of life. Yeah, it seems like it flows really well together because not only are your children learning their schoolwork and doing their education, but they're also learning and seeing and watching you create an amazing business 
for other homeschooling families. So tell us a little bit about like, let's say somebody's listening to this. They've heard the word co-op. They know it's like kids get together. So go ahead and tell us exactly what a co-op is. And I know there's also different levels and what kind of co-op you provide. Cause you kind of have a, a big co-op compared to some other kinds. So there's lots of different options. And that's one thing I, I want any new homeschool mom to know is like just plugging in with a group of people. Co-op for me started years ago when I realized I wanted something for my kids to do. So I had five families come to my house and we would plan days and just have fun. And we would all do a, take an activity because our kids were preschoolers. So, you know, it was like Play-Doh and stuff. And then it just kind of evolved. So there's that kind where families just meet in homes and they just kind of tackle different topics or subjects or classes or interests. And it's all parent led. And those are awesome and such great community builders. And usually those kids grow up together. And it's just such a rich moment. We're still actually really good friends with that original co-op back in Georgia that we started 10 years ago. But they're not happening anymore. They kind of all now disbanded and do their other things. But so then there's also ones where you do like a hybrid and that's not necessarily a co-op, but it's more of a hybrid schooling, like a university model, which is still connecting and getting together. What we offer is, is unique and different. It's more of a enrichment program or community rather, enrichment community that com- comes together and parents are have option. If they want to teach, they can teach. And we also partner with businesses in the community. But a lot of co-ops and a lot of groups do have parent involvement. And with ours, our parents are required to stay on campus because even though we may take out the teaching element, we really think that the parents being a part of the journey is just so crucial because, I mean, let's be real. That's why we want to homeschool is so that we can be that key component in their education. Exactly. Okay. So when you said that your co-op is more of an enrichment, so I know that you've got some amazing classes. So go ahead and just give us like a sample of what kind of classes you offer and then how that looks throughout the day. Do they spend like an hour in it? You know, how does that look? So we offer like fencing and sewing and cooking, soccer, flag football, coding. We have art history. We offer science, the lab, because what parent wants to dissect frogs, not me. And so we offer all the dissections um, every year. It's fantastic. It's seriously has now become my favorite part that they do it all there. So it's all like the extra fun stuff. Dance. We offer dance for every age group and parents come and they can all like carts. They pick which classes they want and they can just come and do those. And the classes are 50 minutes. And so they do it and it's one day a week. We kind of call it like a um, one-stop shop. You kind of come there and you don't have to do it all the extra stuff all week. It's all done on one day. Okay. And then what is the day? What what time do you guys start? What time do you guys end? So we meet in East Orlando on Mondays from classes start at nine and they go until three o'clock and we have 80 classes at that campus. And then our second campus is in Oviedo and we have 20 classes there and it goes from 10 to 130. Wow. Wow. Because the the Oviedo campus is the newer campus. So you're in the process of growing that one. Because did you say 80, 80, 80 (laughs) classes? Yes. Wow. 80 80 classes. Okay. So this is a big, a big co-op that you have. And so there's lots of kids. They all get together. So someone then, the one that's in East Orlando, go from nine to three, they could literally take six classes. So that day they could be doing six enrichment classes. And then who then the core classes you don't that's at home with the mom and they pick their own curriculum or do whatever they want so that's what's so great about homeschooling so 
If you feel like your kids aren't getting socialized, number one, I think that term is everybody. I think, does everybody know that your kids not being socialized homeschooling is kind of not the thing anymore, right? Because if you're with other kids taking 80 classes, it might only be one day a week, but just think of all the connections you're making. Now you're making friends and there's probably tons of kids going to each other's houses. The moms are meeting, they're hanging out, hanging out at the pool, going, doing things. So You've really created an entire community of homeschoolers that get together, creating lifelong friends, moms that are are doing it all together, and just really enjoying this amazing life that they're creating for their kids and wanting to be with their kids. It might seem crazy sitting at the school with your kids for six hours, but you're not there in class. So you're actually sitting with your friends, with your with the parents. So that's kind of fun. And as you're sitting there with them, you're probably talking about what curriculums they're using, what are they doing, what are they go, where are they going Friday night. So you're really creating a great community there. That's really cool. Yeah, definitely. It's really neat how they it kind of like begins to grow. We've had families that's been with us from the beginning. And somebody said the other day, they're like, you don't ever know like who will get married out of Watermark. And I'm like, oh, it's like, that's so emotional. I to think about that. that. Is. But just how like you literally are doing life together. We offer a mom connect group so that the moms can kind of come. But most any co-op that you're going to be a part of, I think the key to think about is, you know, are these like-minded people? Do they do they think the same way I do? They Do they vision the same way I do? Are our kids, you know, similar in ages? And then that is where the fostering of that community will begin and will begin to grow. And you had mentioned just a few minutes ago about uh, unsocializing, which is to me, it's hilarious because we actually have to like put our socialization on hold to, to actually homeschool. <laughs> so yes, yes. It's, it's, a, it's a real thing. And so I'm having to be like, no, guys, we cannot go to that field trip or that play date because we have to do school. And so yeah. I think it just, even for those introverts, which I think is super important because some moms are introverts and you'd be able to be like, I'm an introvert homeschool mom. I, you know, I don't want all that. And and that's okay. You don't have to do all of that, but you can take- sit in your car and yes, read a book, right? You like you could. just have to be, yes. you said you just have to be on campus. So I'm assuming the parking lot is on campus, right? Yes. And there are yes. moms <laughs> who do that. And then ultimately they kind of venture out and they kind of begin to join a little group and they said, man, I didn't realize I needed this as well. And so yes. when you're looking at homeschooling and you're looking at community, isolation can be a big fear. And I think that that's a real fear. But I think just saying, you know, I'm going to start this little tiny group or start this big group or part, this one little piece of this thing. And I'm going to give a little bit of myself and not a whole lot, but just enough to be able to start that, that process of plugging in. You and your kids will look back over the year and say, man, there's nothing I regret. Exactly. Like you're not going to get them to 12th grade and be like, man, I wish I didn't homeschool. However, if you feel like you want to homeschool, but they're going to public school, you might have those regrets and said, oh, I wish I would have homeschooled or I wish I would have homeschooled sooner because they grow up so fast. And we don't have until 12th grade because really like my son's going into ninth grade. And I feel like from like seventh, eighth grade, there's a little bit of a shift where they love you, but they, but now it's their friends are important, right? And that's a normal progression. And so you have them while they're little where they want you to see everything that they do. They want you to read to them. And then all of a sudden they're like, mom, I got this. And you're like, wait a minute, 
what happened like six months ago, you you loved me sitting next to you. So we really have such a small amount of time with them. It seems like a long time, but but in reality, it's really not. It, it goes by so fast. So I think you also have another component to your co-op, which is a field trip idea, right? So this yeah. is so this is something that whether you belong to the co-op on the Monday or Tuesday or you can just do the field trip. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we offer the field trip option. So say you really love your curriculum or you're involved in a hybrid university model program. A lot of our families do multiple things. You can just do our activities. And like I said, we have a lot of activities. So we have field trips every month. We have middle school, high school events. We have mom's night outs, which are amazing. We have Christmas parties. We have wax museum, science fair, entrepreneur fair, like just so much happening. Jessica, just stop it. (laughs) I think people... Okay, they're like, where where in the world can I find this place? So if you are living in the Orlando area, there is so this co-op is so amazing. So did we even mention the name? We gotta I don't, I don't know. I don't even think we mentioned the name. Okay, so keep going. There's so much stuff you have. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Tell us uh, the name and the cities and all that. Oh, yeah. So in case you're interested, <laughs> it's, called, <laughs> it's called Watermark Homeschool Enrichment. And you can find us at B Watermark, which is B-E, Watermark. You want to be community, bwatermark.com. And that's where, so that, yeah, that's where you can find us. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. So the one in East Orlando, that is not near UCF. That would be over near, More like where's that? Conway, like Waterford area. Waterford area. Okay. Okay. And then the other one is in Oviedo. So, you know, there's people that drive, what do you have? You might have people drive what an hour. I mean, last year, our longest family drove an hour and 15 minutes because it's only one day a week. So yeah. So if you're in the Orlando area and this is something that you want to be a part of, you guys probably what start in August. We you start do the, the day, the uh, September 11th is coming year. So right after Labor Day. No, right after Labor Day. More, yeah, Labor Day. Labor Day, yep. <laughs> it, Labor Day. I always remember Memorial Day is in May, right? Ooh, M, 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 M. And M. Yeah. And then Labor Day, yep. Okay. And then what month do you go until? April. You go the September? Middle a- the middle of April. And we the take middle off of April. a huge break between Christmas and after Martin Luther King. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And there is a fee for this, of course. I mean, they're not doing, there's a lot, there's teachers, very experienced teachers. There's a lot that goes into it, but it's, it has, it's not anything close to a private school. So you get to have the community, you get to have all these amazing fun classes. You get to, if you don't want to be a part of the co-op, you could be a part of the field trip area. I mean, it's just so amazing. And I'm assuming you maybe want to eventually open more. I mean, this is such a great idea that you guys have, right? Yeah, well, it's God. It's all God. But yeah, so we want to open four in the four um, corners of Orlando. Then we were just presented with the option of maybe doing some franchising. So, oh, yay. That's so awesome. Good for you. Good. It's a really great program. And, and this co op is such a great idea because 
there are some people that say if you're not home with your kids, right? Like if they're not with you 24 seven, you're not technically homeschooling. So what do you have to say about that? Because that's technically not true because there's, so you go ahead and tell me what your thoughts are on that. So that's a unique thought process anyways. If you are actually, you know, spearheading your child's education, then you are homeschooling. They might take one class with FELS or, or an online program or one class in a, in a, in a co-op, but you are still managing and you are still walking out what those grades look like and what, what exactly is being accomplished, what grade level your kids are on, you know, that grades are real iffy in the homeschool community, but, you know, meeting your child where they're at, being able to, you know, specialize them and their their right now education. And that is homeschooling is being able to do that. Whether you are part of a home, a co-op, you're still homeschooling. Whether you have an online curriculum, you're still homeschooling. If the parent is in charge of their education, then yes, you are homeschooling. And that is such a great way to look at it because there is a lot of parents who are just like, I cannot be with my kids 24 seven. And you don't have to be, there are options. And what's so great about it is, is the fact that like, it's still homeschooling. You're pulling them out of a government-ran school or even a private school, and you're leading their education. Like you said, that's such a great way to look at it. And you're in charge. You're ultimately going to write that diploma. And even if they go to a hybrid model that helps you with that, it's kind of like an umbrella school, it's still your homeschooling because you, you're you still leading that education. You're still able to to take the classes you want. So it's all homeschooling. So if you're a parent that is just like, I can't homeschool because I don't want to be with my kid 24 seven, listen, you don't have to. And so a co-op is such a great idea, such a great idea to get your kids involved, take all these fun classes and learn different skills than just education. You can always teach them the core, but I think life skills, learning to be an entrepreneur, learning to do your finances, all these things are so important to round out your child and help them learn and grow and actually become adults. I feel like homeschooling technically is living in the real world. I feel like when you're actually at school, how is that getting you ready for quote, the real world, because all you are is sitting in a class with your peers. When you're homeschooling, you are around everybody, everywhere, wherever the parent goes. There's so many different options. So you're actually having your kids living in the real world. And there's like your children are seeing you living your life in the real world, right? They're seeing you run a business. How many children get to see their parents run a business. That's a pretty amazing thing because we all want to grow up and kind of do our own thing, whether it's running a co-op or owning a restaurant. And the kids always, you know, that work in restaurants, they, they get to see such a unique ability than just going to school all day and then having their parents come home and talk about it, right? So your kids are really learning. If you are a mom that works from home and you're running a business, it's so important for your your child to see that. So maybe they grow up and now they're like, I got this. I know how to run a business. I watched my mom for 10 years run a business. I think it's such a great skill to have and maybe they don't want to go to college. So tell me a little bit about with your family, with your nine kids, what are you hoping that they will become to follow their passions? Do you want them to go to college? Do you feel like some of them might go to trade school because they already have some of their their passions and gifts that you already see coming out. What is what is your goal for the future for them? 
Well, I love, I love that question because I have nine raised by the same parents in the same home during the same time period. And I have such unique children, but specifically my big three, because they're kind of in that right now. My oldest one, he's 16. He wants to be an architect and an engineer and that's natural. And he has to do a lot of stuff on the computer. So we, a couple of years ago, we wanted to build a house. And so he was, he designed our floor plan for us and I was pretty brutal. And he was like, you're the worst client I'll ever have. Ah! I'm like, Probably, but we, we put him to task that would help our yeah. family and he made it and designed it and it was amazing and we still have it and we just will have to get it blueprinted when that time comes our second child same home same bedroom they share a room he is a farmer and a gardener and yesterday actually I was outside looking at his big garden beds that he has and he's like mom look at this corn it has this many things on it. I'm like no idea what you're talking about, but I'm so proud of you. He wants to go to UF and he wants to have, you know, 500 acres and have a garden and a farm to table restaurant from his garden. And my young, my third one is a ballerina and she wants to own a dance studio. And they're all so different, but because we are able to homeschool, we have the opportunity to let them flourish in what they do. My second born, like I said, he's the gardener and he has provided food for our table and he's cooked. He's looked up recipes and made things. My third one, she has held dance camps for other people to raise money for different things. And so just being allowing them to express who they are and who God made them. And that's the vision of our homeschool is, you know, you know, whoever God made you to be, that's who we want you to be. And we want you to flourish in it and it's going to be different. And so our job as parents is to help them do that. And if they were away for eight hours every day, there's absolutely no way that my son could flourish in creating a garden like he is now. Now, could he have a garden? Yes. People who homeschool that go to regular school can have gardens and they can do it well. But being able to like his whole curriculum is focused around that. And I have the opportunity to design that specifically for him. And I just think that that is an amazing gift that I've been given. It is. And so I wanted to kind of expand on that because someone, my daughter loves art and she probably does art all the time. And so when, when someone's going to school and they're spending seven hours at school, when they come home, they're tired, just like we are as adults. So picture yourself as an adult. How many things do you want to do, but you're exhausted because you have a job you, and you don't get to do the things you want to do as an adult because of your 40 hour week job, or maybe your spouse has the 40 hour week job and he wants to do this. He wants to fix this around the house. The same thing with our children. If you, when you're sending your child to public school, it really doesn't allow them. So on the weekends, if they want a garden, they might be like exhausted, right? Because they went to school all week. So now on the weekends, they're tired and they don't want a garden. So two, three, four weeks go by. The next thing, a year goes by. And you're like, honey, when are you going to make that garden? Oh, mom, I'll get to it. I'm just so tired. They've got schoolwork. They've got exams. They've got tests. But now you take that out of the equation. You take out that 35 hours of school and now they can their their passions and their gifts and their interests can grow because now they have the time, they have that margin in their life to create those, just like we do as adults. If we are not overloaded and overwhelmed and have just so many things on our plate, we can actually find deep down what it is we want to do. So I think that is so important. And I think that's how kids can really find their creativity And I think our country was kind of founded on that, right? Our country really became a great, amazing country from people following their gifts and what they want to do and and not stuck in a classroom. And I'm talking not in the last like 80 years, but over the past hundreds of years, I mean, we have created 
such an amazing culture that we get to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Because in other countries, you can't do that. I have a friend that lives in Germany and she wanted to buy a house. And it was like an eight-month process because you are just not allowed to just go buy a house. The government actually controls everything that you do. In America, if you want to buy a house, you can do it. Nobody is stopping you. So in America, when you graduate high school, whether you're homeschooled, government school, if you want to open up a garden and go buy 500 acres, you'll figure it out and you can do it. You get to do what you want to do. And so sitting in school, so at the end of all that, sitting in school might not allow you to flourish and find those gifts. However, your older son that wants to be an architect and engineer, he probably will have to go to college, right? Because in order to get a job, that's what he'll have to do. Or he might not. He might find some creative way. He could own the company and then actually have architects underneath him. Who knows? I don't know the laws with all that. But it's just so amazing that that when your kids figure out what they want to do, it just, they flourish and they're happy. And I think that at the end of the day, right, we want our kids happy. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I love I love that because when we homeschool, we don't homeschool for 20 hours a day like they do when they, they do go to a traditional school setting. We can school smaller and get more in, in and more direct studying and so that yep. they can focus on what they want. And I, I think that that is huge. Yeah, it's so huge. I am so excited to have interviewed you. I think that you have shared so much goodness. And I think if someone's listening to this, number one, they didn't even know what a co-op was. Well, they, they're they like so experienced now. They know what a co-op is. They know that homeschooling is leading your child, leading your child, leading your child's education. And also having your child not sitting in school is really going to develop their passions. And so I think we've uncovered a lot. I'm so thankful that you are on the podcast. I think you've shared some amazing things. Thank you so much, Jessica. And is there anything else? Is there any, do you have any last words of wisdom for someone who is still on the fence? They're like, oh, I, I want to do it. My husband's on board, but I, I just don't know if I can. What would you say to them? A decision you make today versus homeschooling will not be something you have to do for the rest of your life. It's not like a tattoo that you have to have it for the rest of your life. If you get into it and you realize you don't like it, you can always send them back to school. What a blessing that we have that opportunity to do that. So pull them out, try it, test run it and see if it's a good fit for your family. I guarantee you won't regret it. I love that. And I think if they pull them out, they probably will not send them back. I don't know very many moms who do send them back. I'm sure there are. But if, if it's something that it's on your heart and God is telling you to homeschool your children, just go ahead and do it. And also contact Watermark. They'll help you through it, get some really great classes for you. So thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the show and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.